Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here in the factory are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it will be fully funded to the tune of $90 million and then locked away, never to be seen again. I'm Joel, a man who puts the B.O. in HBO Max, and across from me is John Harris, a man who keeps a vault of Dream Factory episodes that we've not been allowed to release and hangs them over my head as blackmail. Hello, John. It's all a tax break, mate. All a tax break. This, this whole podcast. podcast. Is the, this podcast is the biggest tax break going. That's why we're both in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. Oh, dear. Uh, is it nice? Isn't it just it my, must I don't be, even, right? Just because it's called Islands, John. Yeah. But like, I don't, th- I don't think Cayman Islands is... I don't think people actually go there. Do they? But bankers live there, right? So they must, it must be they pleasant. Don't, no one lives there, John. They pretend that- they live there. No, I'm sure I know someone who... No, I'm sure I know someone... You know someone that lives in the Cayman Islands. I'm sure I do. We're in different circles, my friend. Yeah. I know someone Um, who lives on the Isle of Man. Oh, okay. Um, If we're we're showing off about islands we know that people live on. Please do. I know some people who who come from Ireland. Me too, me too. It's a popular country. And they don't... I tell you, the thing about the Irish, John, they don't stay there. So you're bound to meet them here, there and everywhere. And every Irish person I know wants to defeat the uh the stereotype that all irish people know each other however every irish person i know also knows every other yeah. irish person i know so yeah sorry yeah that's just my lived experience right yeah i i also don't think that's a, that's a nice thing isn't it i don't know anyone I don't know my neighbors I, I'd love yeah, to... I, I think it's more just the stereotype that it's so small that everyone knows each other yeah i think that's the yeah. idea but yeah, no, it's a nice stereotype. I met I like someone. It. I met someone the other day who was neighbours with someone that we were supposed to be on the Zoom call with. So they went out into the garden to get them no to join way. the Zoom. Isn't no that crazy? Way. That That's is amazing. amazing. Yeah, that's really funny. But we're not here to talk about that, John. Sorry, we're not here to talk about Irish stereotypes. That's one of the episodes you've locked away in the vault. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about film ideas. How about this one from Tom? Eternal sunshine of the spotless mega mind. Oh, okay. I'm here. I like. Th- yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't really know who Megamind is. He's the Will Ferrell big head guy. I was gonna, I I didn't know who voiced it. Yeah, it's just, it's a sort of super. Actually, because yeah, he's a super villain yeah, with a great so, big brain. And 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 when they pitched Despicable Me, they didn't think, oh, we can't do lovable super villain again. 
Yeah, that's interesting. When did Despicable Me come up? This is big. This is big. This is, is another this, one of those trends. Yeah, John. It's the ants. It's the ants bugs life thing. It actually, it genuinely is. This is going to blow your fucking mind, right? Mega Mind release date. Are you ready for this? Yes. Twenty eighth of October, two thousand and ten. Yeah. Despicable Me release date. 15th of October 2010. Shut up. Oh my god, I can't we found another this one. This is crazy. Why has no one mentioned this one? What are the other what are the other big ones? And Anson Bugs Life. There's um, there's loads of these. The films that are basically happens exactly, a lot. Biopics yeah, yeah, yeah. Biopics happens all the time. Megamind and Despicable Me. Who knew which one would go on to be the massive franchise? It's also, not, right? Oh, on. Despicable Me made five hundred and fifty million dollars at the box office. Yeah. Megamind made three hundred and twenty million. How is that eight hundred million dollars worth of people that want to watch animated villain movies in twenty ten? It's the holiday kids movies. You're guaranteed to get people in because mm. although what holiday is that? October, I guess it's like V holidays in America. It's like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, and I stuff. guess so. Art, art house movie. Super villains changed his way, so he wants to wipe his. Mind oh, he wants to forget his previous deeds. crimes. That's yeah. so good. But he keeps meeting people that he's wronged in a My Name Is Earl style way. So he tries he to gets, write them? Maybe, I think the, it doesn't necessarily fully work, and so he keeps getting flashbacks to things that he's done, and he revisits those locations to try and put things right. Oh, that's very sweet. I like that a lot. What about to, this? Sort of, oh, to, well, hang on, hang on, John. Sorry, John. To sort of further the conspiracy theory, I've gone on um, movieinsider.com to check other movies that were released in October 2010. Now, I'm not, I don't want to do a disservice to the good people at Movie Insider, but one of the films they've listed is The Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure was released in the year 2010. And I'm not sure any of the villains in that movie can be described as lovable. <laughs> <laughs> for the re- for the record. We can't make Megamind because the sound of music got there first. Right. What about this one from Lizzie? You were never really dear. Bambi goes on a murderous manhunt uh, to avenge her mother's death in Richmond's Park. Yep. Nice, nice. I once saw one of McFly in Richmond Park near some deer. Did they have a hammer and were they on a murderous rampage? Yeah, yeah. I saw him kill sort of three or four people. <laughs> no I had dear. To sprint. I had to sprint through the long grass like that bit in one of the Bourne films. And I, he was hounding me for hours. I'm not going to say which one it was. No, no, no. But just know that one of McFly tried to kill me. <laughs> I don't think they can sue. You can't, I can't be sued there. Unless no, McFly, that's the title unless of the McFly, episode as well. Unless McFly, as a as an entity, sued me for damaging their reputation. Their reputation as a band. Their reputation as a band. But Do- no individual member of McFly, and one of them did, <laughs> can sue me because one of them did try to kill me. Allegedly. No, we no, don't, no, 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 no. I saw his eyes. I saw his eyes. <laughs> because, no. That was murderous intent. We're not sure whether it was a lookalike. For, for, to be complete, to be totally transparent, it could have been a lookalike. Well, a lookalike can do a bloody good rendition of, rendition of Girl with Five Colours in their hair. You know, you know. Sometimes a bad guy will whistle, or they'll, you know, they'll have like a signifier to say they're coming. Yeah. Uh, this member of McFly just sings the girl with five colours in their hair really loudly. Is that to try and fluck? Because the reason is it's so catchy. He knows that the person they're trying to kill will sing along. Now it's such a clever ploy. Uh, I'd love to dig into the mind of a comedian here. Do, how many songs from McFly did you go through before you got to Girl with Five? Colours I immediately in their hair? went to Girl with Five Colours in their hair. Interesting. Star Girl would have been another one. Yeah, I was th- my uh, brain it's all about started. you. All about you. Yeah. It's also good. Obviously, um, she's out of my league. Yeah. Uh, no, fair enough. And that's four McFly number ones. And the saddest part for McFly is that that's their first song um, that Joel has jumped straight do you, to. Do you think that's their most famous song? 
Oh, I don't know. No, it's probably all about you, right? What do you think the five colours were? <laughs> which which two colours from the rainbow have they omitted? If if I was interviewing McFly, I don't think brunette and blonde are part of the rainbow. If I was interviewing McFly, doing a terrible student radio interview, I would say, where did you get your wacky name from? First of all. <laughs> and then I would say, what are the five colours in your hair? Would you proceed play, to pretend like you've never like, heard of the film Back to the Future? Yeah. And then I'd play a game that's like the girl with five colours in her hair, air, and it would be something to do with royal families and colours. And Separate. I would see that them just glaze over <laughs> maybe 10 seconds into the interview. As I have in a previous job, not even student radio, done interviews like that, where I've introduced a gay, a quiz idea to a, a pop star and they have looked like they wanted the ground to swallow them up. What about McDrive, it- McFly or McSwim? That's really good. That's really, really good. Oh, you could do... Or you could no, take think... the muck element and sort of do a fast food quiz. You could, you could, you could. Muckfly yeah. sounds like the name of a chicken burger. Actually, come to think of it. Muckfly, do you think? Cause Although chickens don't chickens really fly, don't fly. Do they? No. It's more of a sort of um, dove burger. Pigeon. Can you eat any flying birds? Pigeon. Is that a stupid question? Oh, people eat pigeon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but not really. It, but generally speaking, you eat the birds that don't fly. Probably just because it, it, it's a faff. To Penguins, farm for example. Flying. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a faff to fly. Emus. Uh, to, you can eat uh, ostrich. Ostrich eggs. It's not much. Understate, yeah. There's not much in an ostrich and an emu, right? Is there? No, I imagine the leg is like mostly bone. Like, anyway. like eating a very disappointing rib. That we're talking about. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> That was you were never really dear. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Which you can also eat some lovely venison. Can't fly. Can't fly. Won't fly. Would you like another one from me, Joel? Would love another one from you. This one's from George, and it comes in email form. The first suit of happiness has that been done? Yours, regretfully, George. The first suit of happiness. I love it. It's probably one of my favourites I've ever heard. That is really good. So, what the only per- the only way you can experience true happiness is to wear a big furry costume. Yeah. It turns out the furries, they've been getting it right. The meaning of life. And so this person has to choose between a grey, boring, depressing existence where they can dress, you know, in a suit and tie to go to work, or the first suit. The first suit. Will Smith and, and Jaden Smith. There's really hilarious sort of body comedy bits where they're wearing the fursuit and then an oversized suit over the top and trying to prevent the fur from sprouting out at the corners. Absolutely. Yeah, they, at first they try and go back to their normal office job wearing the fursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what after a couple of disciplinaries, it's bright pink in my mind. Yeah, I thought, yeah, same. Yeah, interesting. And also then they try and abandon the suit, but they can't deal with their normal humdrum grey existence. And so the suit keeps calling to them. And they maybe wear it for five, ten minutes at night, and then they get to a point where they can never not be in it. Because the stark contrast between how good you feel in the suit and then how depressed you feel out of the suit means that they're in the suit night and day, showering, sleeping, running. Does this first suit make everyone happy, or is it just our protagonist? just the protagonist and they like you know when you're wearing it that often occasionally you have to take it to maybe a dry cleaners and the hour it's in the dry cleaners they're, they're contemplating just jumping off a rooftop they, they sort of forget who they are because of who they become in the suit and the anxiety of the thought that it might not come back or it might and they'll yeah so there'll be a moment won't there when they lose the suit yeah how does that happen it must be yeah accidental dry, dry cleaning they, they yeah. get given their dry cleaning and they go and open it at home and it's just some shirts Tight. It's yeah. or, or it's tiny. It's it's been shrunk. It's unwearable. <laughs> no, because then if it, if it's the wrong thing, then it's the search for the uh, who's fine. got the suit, and then they won't give it up because they've tried it on and they're incredibly happy. 
But I do think the moral has to be that the happiness was inside the person all along. 100%. 100%. And so maybe they wear a normal suit with a little a little pink pocket to remind, you know, pocket nice, square to remind nice. them of the first suit. But, you because know. the suit gave them a freedom they'd never experienced before, John. Exactly. It wasn't the high of wearing the suit. It was the high of knowing that they were wearing something ridiculous. Is being a furry a winter pursuit? It's really warm right now. I'm sat next to the window. I'm sweating and I'm wearing just shorts and a T-shirt. If I was in a furry suit, John, I think I would die in under four minutes. Yeah, I wouldn't. The, 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 maybe they have some sort of natural air conditioning inside them. Those, those sort of natural big... air conditioning. Maybe not natural. <laughs> just <laughs> air conditioning. Um, yeah, those mm. big ones. I'd love to know. If there's any furries listening, how do furries stay cool? Interesting suggested search that came up. Uh, there's a lot of neck fans. Some fur suit makers, including City Mutt... This podcast is sponsored by City Mutt. Can include small computer fans within a fursuit head. Wow. Oh, lovely. That can't be cheap. How much, purely for research, is a fursuit? Should have been doing this on incognito browsing. My um, internet history is ruined forever. Averages between $2,145 and $2,700, depending on complexity. So I reckon it's at the nearer end of three three grand for the fan suit. Is that worth it? Yeah, probably. Depends where you live. Is. Depends where you live. You can probably get heated ones if you live in the Antarctic. If you were going full furry, John, yeah. um, which animal would you be? Oh. Are they sexy? I mean, I don't find them sexy. Are you uh, saying... Are, you... I think is it the se- are, they, are people the sexy animals generally? Your foxes, your rabbits, your cats? Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, because... Well, I was going to say panda, but I'm not sure that's particularly fitting into the... Sort of a famously non-sexy animal. Oh yeah, good uh, point. I don't know. I don't know. When I've seen furries at kind of our local meetups and stuff, they've generally been. I think they generally are foxes. And yeah, cats. I was. Yeah, it's sort of. I'd say you see a lot of foxes. <laughs> you see a lot yeah. of foxes. But yes, in my, the, the sort of quintessential furry in my mind is a fox or a rabbit. Mm, so I'm on Wicker Fur. Yeah, thank you. Uh, number one ranked. I don't know. Okay, okay. Oh, this is interesting stuff, John. Okay, great. So, this is a list of the most popular species of furry. Ah, here we go. Dating back to 2006. Number one in 2006 was the wolf. Oh, yeah, fine. Which stayed number one until 2011, when the fox overtook it. And the most recent data we have suggests that the fox is still the number one. You're looking at a fox, a dog, a wolf, a dragon. Ooh, not furry, I'd say. Scaly. Very unfurry. Scaly. A cat, a tiger, a lion, a raccoon in the top ten. Cheeky. Horse. In at number 10, a skunk. Horse. I would say horse is stranger. Otter. I wouldn't, otter. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't hate an otter. A bat? Yeah, I'm not mm. keen on a bat. I, if I'm a furry, I'm not a bat. Thank you. Yeah, right. No way. Joel, I don't know what the hell we were even talking about. The, oh, the a, first a, of happiness. I would love to have seen it, but in 2007, the 28th most popular was an orca. Wow. No, you've got to, you've got to respect and that came and went. I don't know how popular being a furry was in 2007. I reckon just someone dressed as an orca in 2007 to make that chart because it never appears again. Is it mostly a sex thing or is it only sometimes a sex thing? I don't know. I think we're very ignorant on this. I don't think it's um, always a sex thing, but there is a, there is a sex. I uh, yeah. I mean, I've just looked at the Wikifer article for the orca, and they've even managed to make an orca sexy. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just bookmark that for later. Sorry, John, have you got some more ideas? Uh, yeah, what about this one from Gavin? The Matrix, which is The Matrix, but John Wicks is Neo. Not sure who oh, you cast thought, for that. I thought it was the chocolate bar. 
and the character whose name I forget, who presents you with the red and blue pill, gives you two different. Gives Morpheus. you both fingers of the Twix. Morpheus gives you both fingers of the Twix. Oh, the mate Twix. Twix, yeah. Because uh, the way it's written is, it could also be the mate Wix, like as in the uh, home. Uh, home, where... yeah. Two cans of paint, red or blue paint. <laughs> Who that's your only memory of the Matrix is a bit where a man puts out two things. No, but that's... Come on. The Twix. The Twix is split in two. You get two options. So, like I say, the issue with putting John Wicks into the Matrix is that... He's already in there. He's sort of already there. But what's the issue with putting a chocolate biscuit in there, John? <laughs> no, I mean, Gavin, I'm really sorry, but had did you think about chocolate biscuits before you came up with um, John Wick? Do they have chocolate biscuits in the matrix what in the the i can't think what the world's called right now zion do mm. they have chocolate in zion no i think they're i think they're very much subsiding on gruel and water at best aren't they yeah well i'm not going and sex parties yeah mm, i think i'd rather a twix <laughs> when morpheus is offering you those two options you'd say mm. it which pill means i can still eat a twix yeah <laughs> <laughs> All of my decisions are governed by proximity of Twixes. I haven't, I'm going to have a Twix today. I haven't had a Twix in so long. I'm not a big Twix man. I'm not going to lie. You just wouldn't, well, yeah, you just don't pick up a Twix, do you, in the corner shop? No. Oh, we've been through this. Well, not. Of course we have. There's nothing, new, there's nothing new to say. What, 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 is your, what does your hand go for? Where do uh, well, you... we, I think we both agree that if it's available, uh, a peanut butter Kit Kat Chunky is sensational. Absolutely sensational. Option. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So. God damn. <laughs> No, it doesn't, doesn't make for great podcast content. Two men agreeing on a confectionery. Hey, um, so mate, mate Wicks, John Wicks goes in. He's trying to build some shelves for his house and a tin of paint falls on his head in Wicks and he wakes up in an alternate universe yep. where there's just, for some reason, a lot more martial arts. I'm sure they've done it, but fighting in a... Yeah, they've, they've done it countless times, but yeah, I'm always here for fighting in a DIY shop. Oh, the ladder, spinning the ladder around. Yeah. That's a classic. Mr. Smith just appearing as every member of staff in a and q is quite funny. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> and they do hire older people B&Q, don't they? Uh, yeah, throwing screws down like they're going to trip people up, which is very nice nonsense. Yeah, really Stuff good. Like a big oil slick. Yeah. <laughs> Paint cans, always dangerous. Yeah, always. well, I've seen Home Alone. <sighs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I've got another one here from Tom. Well done, Tom, for sending in two ideas. Tom, my man. The Hobbit, an expected journey. He just knew what was going to happen from the off. He was oh. he was given instructions straight away. Like, uh, do you remember before Satnaz when you would print out the directions? Oh yeah. He, from, he's given that from AA. From AA, that was so oh, much that's fun. Such a lovely memory. Such yeah. a just thinking about going to Thorpe Park. That's and and having up. to print a mere thirty pages of A4 paper. <laughs> we loved. We cared about the environment. Big shout out to Tom for sending two. I mean, loads of people send in more than one. It's just rare that we read <laughs> more than one yeah, on the same episode. So for the record. Point. So shout out to everyone for sending multiple ideas. Mm. The Hobbit, an expected journey. Yeah, he knows where he's going. I don't know the journey in a Hobbit. I can't think because obviously no. it's not. Then I was going to say to Mordor, but they're not. They're not going to the. They're not going to Mount I think, Doom. Isn't he just sort of hanging out? He, uh, that's kind of the reason it's unexpected, right? He sort of he hasn't got an end goal. I think he's just off on a little adventure. Well, yeah. I mean, the aimless nature of those films is is probably comes from the fact that it's like a 200-page book that they split into three three-hour-long yeah. movies. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> oh, but thanks, Tom, for your rubbish idea. Have you got any more, or do you want to do our No, let's ideas? move on to ours. You've, you've got a story for me afterwards. I want to hear it. Yes, I have got a story for the post-credits. Okay, here's one from me, Mansfield Shark. It's <laughs> a movie adaptation of the Jane Austen novel, but there's a shark. Uh, I don't know if you know the story, John. A woman called Fanny Price gets moved to a very wealthy family when she's a child. But, the, you know, the the rub here is that there's a shark in the, on the grounds in the lake. Oh, so Fanny's not a shark? No. They didn't accidentally adopt a shark? Well, that is good. That is quite good. The family is sight unseen. You adopt <laughs> adopt this kid. Yeah, it's 10 years old. What do you mean it? <laughs> nothing, nothing. See you later. Um, and then a, a lorry pulls up just with water sloshing out of the back of it like a... Open bed lorry. Uh, <laughs> where, where do you want to leave this conveniently? Because they're wealthy. They've got a great big lake. And so they try and raise this shark. They try and raise the shark like a socialite. Like a Jane Austen period socialite. And so it's the film is people coming round and trying to teach the shark etiquette. And it's just a montage of the shark eating all of them. Oh, they, try and te- they try and put a nice sort of bonnet on the shark, not having any of it. And eventually... Now, how does the film end? They learn to accept the shark as a shark, or the shark is entered into society and becomes a well-to-do shark that marries just a human man. The latter is funnier. It's the latter, isn't it? Yeah. I think this really has legs, unlike a shark. <laughs> hey, uh, come on. Because Joel and I, from a previous life, know fully well about the sort of shark movies, Jurassic mm-hmm. Shark, Ice Shark, Snow Shark. But also there's the genre of movie. I say genre, but there's Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. And I think yes, done there a, is. So it's sort of twofold, this. Yeah, you're right. It's a good idea twice. Um, <laughs> well done, I, for a previous project, I interviewed the director of a film called Jurassic Shark. And that was an interesting half an hour of my life. <laughs> he wasn't bitter at all. What about this one from me, John Harris? Prey but it's spelt with an A. Predator versus the Catholic Church. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. So is, is it missionaries that are sent out to a, a country they've not they've previously not been to? Maybe. To, to do some colonising. Oh, is it called colonising when it's religious? Probably not. To spread the good word of the Lord. <laughs> colonising. We'll have to do some colonising. Oh, great. So, to spread the good word of the Lord. Uh, and they try and convert 
predator That's, into uh, a Catholic. There has to be and a moment. much like Mansfield Shark at the end. <laughs> it works. He's just giving it a service. Okay. Because, yeah, in my head, there has to at least be one moment. Maybe they manage to get the predator. They, they sort of lure the predator back to their church because there has to be a moment where the priest is in the confessional booth and the I was predator about to say, is on the other side. I was about right? to say, and if predator had to confess his sins, he's going to be in there a long time. Like, I imagine the priest would have to tap in and out. But that's before he fully converts to Catholicism mm-hmm. because there has to be a moment where he's like, he says how many prayers he has to give and then says like, and four Hail Marys. <laughs> um, but yeah. Perfect. Brilliant. Well done, everyone. Hey, John, you did really well then. Thank you very much. And we'll talk more about how good you are after this. Well done, John. There's a real sense of mystery with Joel, whether we're going to pick a winner or not. And this week, no winner. Oh, shit. We all win. No, we all win. Sorry. No, we all win. I don't want to. I don't want to hear a winner. Okay, we're, everybody we're won. Everybody music. won. We're post music. music. There is no movie chat here, except when we talk about movies in this bit. John, I've hurt myself. Tell me more. I was playing football last night, and look, it was my five minutes in goal. Is that how it works? There's no. Everyone does five minutes. Yeah, there was a striker sprinting through on goal on his own. A defender from my own team decided to cynically swipe the striker's legs and take them out, and they both piled into me at full speed. And now I've got a big lump on my head. Oh, mate. You might not be able to see it, but I'll send you a photo. I've got a concerningly huge lump on my ankle that I can't put a lot of weight on. And my knees hurt. And embarrassingly, it hurt so much that I was on the ground shouting in pain. Oh, mate. Uh, I know. It's really bad. What I would say is uh, leave it to the ladies. They know how yeah. to play football. They're so good. I'm pretty rubbish. It was really... I'm. It's really sore. I'm sorry, Joel. I shouldn't have made a, a joke about the lionesses when you were trying to tell me about your, your it's football okay. woes. It's okay. They, and they're probably much better at dealing with injury than me as well. They probably don't oh. mope around quite as much. 100%. I can guarantee that. Just uh, wondering no, if, you've ever had a, if you've ever had an injury in the line of duty, sporting <laughs> or otherwise. Have you, have you ever... Well, Joel, I don't, I don't, I don't want to sort of t- steal your thunder, but the other day I hit my, my head on a window and I cut it. So it's oh, pretty bad. But yeah, I did the same. Well, no, I did. I don't know the same situation. But it's, you know, when it's bad, when you're like sort of making involuntary noises. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going, uh, uh, oh. yeah. And you think, I'm not choosing to make these noises. <laughs> That's when you know that it's a genuine injury rather than sort of. And then, and then like I was doing that. So he's like, my partner was like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. And then I saw blood and I thought, yes. Yes. This means it's a real injury. <laughs> That's how I felt last night. I put my hand to my head and there was quite a lot of blood and I felt quite relieved that I'd, I hadn't totally humiliated myself. Look, um, blood! It was really weird, sing. right? So my knees smashed into each other and they Ooh. were that was the source of all the pain and I really struggled to walk home and my head was bleeding a lot but I didn't really think about that. And then it wasn't until half 11 last night when I went to clean my teeth that I looked down and thought, ah, one of those ankles is so much bigger than the other ankle. Like, I hadn't felt it at all. And now that's the only source of any pain today. Crikey, Joe. You've mm. got elevate, ice, chill out. Those are the three things I'm doing. Although I am going to the football shortly. Not to play, just to watch. Fine. But yeah. I am going to hop there. I'll allow it. Just this once. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Anything exciting for you to say? Uh, no, sorry that there wasn't an episode last week. I had COVID. Um, uh, deal with yeah. it i guess 
Thanks it's for listening. Sad, but you're 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 almost back to your best now, John. I'm almost back to my best now. Yeah, I was. I felt really embarrassed though. My partner got it symptomless. I got it symptom, and I just thought how embarrassing. Uh, that is embarrassing. You, you don't again. You know, unlike unlike with the injury where you want symptoms to prove to people that you weren't being a pansy. With a, with a sort of virus thing, you want to be like, oh, oh, really? I've got COVID. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good, and that sort of makes you think you're invincible. Yeah. You think this immune system is fucking serious you know this is this is basically going to fight everything off even though there's seemingly no rhyme or reason all you got to do john is hope for no long covid well listener um i can assure you that this week i discovered i was very vincible john's the most vincible man i know (laughs) (laughs) planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener